I'm Rand Dupes. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And this is That Other F Word. Hello. Welcome to That Other F Word. I'm Rand Dupes, and I'm here with my buddy, my pal, my non-romantic life partner, Katrina <laughs> Vargas. Hi, guys. So today we're doing the most logistically easy interview in history because we are interviewing <laughs> our producer in his very own house, uh, Mitch Wheeler. Uh, we met Mitch because we really super needed help on doing everything that you have to do to have a podcast other than talking. Right. And he's the podcast guru. He is. And we can we will circle back around to how we met Mitch and why what he does and why he's so good at what he does. Um, but before we do all of that, we're going to ask our special fancy guest questions. Okay, so hey, Mitch. Uh, hey, Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> what is your relationship to feminism? Uh, I guess it, the, the biggest relationship is my family. So, and I always have to clarify, my parents are still together when I tell this story, <laughs> but my dad worked a lot. And so... For the most part, I spent my entire adolescence and childhood until I was 18 with my mom, my two younger sisters, and my grandmothers. Yep. So Did lots, a lot of antique of women, shopping. Lots of women and lots of ages. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so um, I was raised in a way that I had, and I don't mean this in a bad way, I didn't get my way all the time ever sure because sure. <laughs> i mean it was i was the oldest so my parents tried out all the rules on me right and a boy yes and uh so I, I learned to respect women because that was all that was around me okay and yeah. I, I knew that if i smarted off i would get smacked then <laughs> and then when my dad got home sure <laughs> yeah and, and we're not talking about like the 1940s here i mean mitch is a, a young guy so it's you know it's it wasn't, you know, back in the day, women stayed home. They they reared the children. That's not really what we're talking about here either. You're, I mean, and that's I mean, the way my grandmother on my dad's side was. Right. Like, I feel so bad for my grandmother on my dad's side because she doesn't know how to do anything. Right. And I and I'm, it's really sad, but she that that was the side of that family where she stayed at home and she cooked and that was it. Did she know how to pump her own gas? Probably, I think. I mean, we're we're in Tennessee, yeah, not New Jersey. Sure. No, but I've heard well, of women here that like they, they never had pump, to pump their own gas. Yeah, their they... husband will pump their gas for them. They'll fill the tank for them. Now life. that sounds like a nice thing for a partner to do. It. it, it but... I mean, mine does it just because my gas tank is faulty. <laughs> <laughs> I can in fact pump my own gas. I can also drive a stick shift, so right. it's not like you know mm -hmm. I'm not a helpless lady here. But right, you know, it, sometimes it's nice. Sometimes it's like a weird control thing or i don't know it's There's nice because it's someone being nice not because you can't do it that's correct right. um so no i think they went to self-serve or uh, not self-serve yeah. full service gas stations mm, right until my papa passed away but i i think that she she's pretty good at it now okay, okay so she can okay. so she can now she i don't know if went. there was ever a point where she had that moment of anxiety but my parents didn't tell me about it got it got it all right, so when you hear the word feminism, what's the first person or thing that you think of? Barry Sanders. No, I'm kidding. It's <laughs> Jesse Spano. What? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's not a bad... That's not... I mean, I guess that... It, I, I, that could be a great or terrible it, association, I guess. I didn't say Elizabeth Berkeley. I, no. I said Jesse you did Spano. Say Jesse Spano. Okay, why Jesse Spano? Because Jesse Spano spent the entire career on Saved by the Bell in high school. I don't know how mm -hmm. to say that, but yeah. like correcting A.C. Slater. 
True. She did. And she was like, she was bookish, but also beautiful. Yeah. Okay. All right. She was really pretty, but then as soon as he called her mama, you're a pig. Yeah. She was like, you're you're being an asshole right now. Right. Don't call me mama. And I guess, depending on who you are, I don't, I wonder if that people remember that as a good or bad representation of feminism. I don't know. (laughs) I haven't really thought about it. Okay. But Jesse Spano, that was a, that was a fun answer. I wasn't expecting. Excellent. Okay. Um, Mitch, what was the last thing you Googled? (laughs) <laughs> Millennials killed mayonnaise. Fantastic. Or yeah. not. <laughs> no, I, I heard on this uh, podcast that I listened to, they were talking about this woman that wrote this article in a Philadelphia newspaper about millennials killing mayonnaise. And I really think that the whole millennials killing stuff trend in the news is hilarious to me right. because it it's all stuff like, why did we need that? Like, Right. You know? So I'm, I'm like, okay, what is this woman's issue with mayonnaise? And I looked it up, and she is very, very, very angry. She's like 12 pages angry. Yes. Yeah. And I, it, from what I gather, and I haven't made it through all of the pages, but from what I gather, she's angry because all of the things that she takes to potlucks come back with her. And so that makes her think that millennials hate mayonnaise because they don't like her potato salad. I'm just, I'm curious who these people at the potlucks are. Maybe they're not even all millennials. Who goes to potlucks? Do you know any millennials that spend a lot of time no, at potlucks that's, that's regularly? I, you know, I'm starting to think it through, and I haven't read the article yet, even though I've scrolled through to see how many pages it was. And I thought, millennials don't even know what potluck is, no. do they? Well, I have been to one, like, Many moons ago, millennial potluck, and it was like a political far left organization. <laughs> I was not in my element what, at all. And what what was brought to said potluck? What did I bring? I, I mean, anybody. What was like? What did the spread look like? I didn't. Br- I didn't eat anything anyone else brought. I don't remember that. What I remember is I made Rice Krispies treats, but I made them out of like the what's that like Flintstone cereal? Fruity oh, yes, Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. Oh. I felt very okay. fancy. Very fancy. Yeah. That yeah. was creative. I, I like so. it. I'm, so. full, I'm with it. It's the kind of stuff I would have seen in a church potluck. Mm-hmm. I'd like to attend a millennial potluck. I no, love potlucks. No, you I just, wouldn't. I'd like to just to skirt around the edge and see what was going on. But yes. if millennials don't like mayonnaise. Then I know. Then what do we do? I mean, oh my gosh. Pretty Pebble Rice crispy Treats only. Kidding me? Yeah. All right. Do millennials know how to make casseroles? Because that's what you go to potluck for, right? It's just casseroles. Like, hey, we're going to take a bunch of stuff, like, cover yeah, it in cheese, and, and bake little, it. Casseroles and like, little sandwiches, right? I suppose. Like, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't ever want to go to one again. I don't, okay. So if you're yeah, going, you're going alone. Okay. Dang. Wow, that's a lot of hatred <laughs> towards potluck. Oh, God. I think it was... Shit of, I mean, I guess you could go with your husband. Uh, no, I don't take him anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I already know the answer to this. We both do. But Mitch, are you a feminist? Yes. Okay. Oh, and he he said it so exuberantly yeah. and quickly. And so, Mitch, why I'm are you? Just trying to feminist? be more like you. <laughs> just being exuberant. Mitch, Mitch always gives me a hard time because, and so does Ren, but not as hard of a time as Mitch because she's lovely and he's not. But he says, <laughs> I basically I speak like a robot. I won't use contractions, and I said won't just then. Yeah, so you did. I think Look at you, you were so into I, it that you realized as I soon as said, it was coming out of your mouth no. you're like oh contraction said, stop it stop it a contraction because Mitch made me but <laughs> <laughs> um they make fun of me for not being exuberant enough um Mitch why are you a feminist then like so you're okay, obviously out card-bearing feminist what why because my mom would hit me if I wasn't <laughs> 
That's a really good. Okay, I think it would. It would seriously. If reason. I was to, if I was to have any other concept of women, it would be completely unnatural for me because of how I was raised and the fact that, again, my parents are still together. They love each other, but my mom raised me. You know, my dad gave me the gift of rock and roll. My mom still drops twenty bucks in my account Aww. at random just. Because yeah. I love you, Mitchell. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Well, it's, she okay. sent me a box of meat for my birthday. Like, what's more loving than that? A whole box of meat. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, but do you only, like, call yourself a feminist because your mom gives you boxes of meat and $20 every once in a while? Do I, I need mean, more? Like... No. <laughs> no. No. So, so, why, so this is funny. And those of you who don't know Mitch, he, he is a great producer. He's got a studio. He has this, like, cool dog lemmy who they're like super dudes <laughs> i don't know how else to really say it this isn't, super, this isn't a feminine this space isn't a feminine space he has like pretty much if i'm not i might not be 100 percent correct but like all of the podcasts right now on stage diver radio besides <laughs> us are like dudes doing doodly kind of dude things well i got aaron donovan as my co-host okay, and, on scruffy little podcast right. so aside from aaron that's and new. us right that's and that's new, yep, right? she's mm-hmm. yep and so we've got all these like dude, very dude centric podcasts, and then there's us. And so we meet Mitch, and we're like, "Hey, so we've got this feminist podcast," and he was all about it. I mean, he did, he wanted to meet with us, kind of wanted to talk to us, but never was put off by our outward feminism. Well, so I don't know, maybe he might have been, but he he, he successfully. I wouldn't lied. tell you either way. <laughs> He's afraid to, we'll take over the studio permanently. Um, but, you know, so, I mean, I give you a hard time when we say it, but he obviously is because he was at least even open to the idea that we were going to come in here, be these chicks invading his space, doing a feminist podcast, and then him, you know, saying it, whether he was afraid or not going to get $20 in his account. I mean, <laughs> he's still very open to being a feminist. So. Well, I've got my boss at my career, my real job <laughs> is a woman, and the last five have been and I love them and I really don't like working for men um, I feel like working for women it I'm trying to figure out how to say it without being not feminist um, no, <laughs> no I, I, say it. Yeah, I feel okay. like that they have a, a better approach as far as dealing with people their egos don't seem to be as rampant and there's more of a bond there at least okay. and that could just be me right. bonding with them in the similar way that I was raised and I look at them as mother figures uh, that just got really creepy I, I hope was, none no, of them no, are no, listening yeah. and they're like well, oh god Mitch thinks about us like his family that's weird <laughs> no that's I think that's kind of nice we don't always see that when when a woman gets a woman boss um, so mm-hmm. that could be something for later too um, but it's it, well because it's kind of like a toss up right like generally speaking there are traits that right, are more character like female women or male. tend to be more collaborative uh, yeah. in, in professional settings stuff like that but then of course you know you're always going to have every individual is an individual so. right well what if you what if one of your lady bosses was like 23 right out of college well, I mean I have no problem with that, that- you wouldn't have a problem with that. You as long think, as I mean, she, as long as the personality, I mean, yeah, you would yeah. have no like, oh my gosh, this 23-year-old girl is going to be my boss. No, I, I completely believe in, in respect as given and taken. And so as long as we both have that mutual respect, and then it's good. Like, if you respect me as a person and 
we're going to be fine. And I think my boss that just left, uh, she got a promotion and, and moved on to a, a bigger thing. But I think she was maybe four or five years younger than me. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's... Well, yeah, so you don't really care about that. You're no. about... Which can... That is... That's part of what we're trying to talk about and say, I'm you know... I'm an ageist, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, no? yeah, don't just be... Don't immediately buck up when something isn't necessarily... When something's what, the other. The no, other, we're going to feel it out. Know? If you're an asshole, I'm going to be an asshole back. Right. But yeah, as long as we're not assholes... <laughs> but I say then, feminist, it doesn't mean I'm going to go and like abuse you or not let you have a job because you're a man. I right. Mean, right. Right. If you're qualified to have that job, it's fine. You know, like, so as a boss or as, you know, so, so that's, it's good to hear it. That's, we're, we're hoping for more of that. That doesn't really go with the catchphrase that Mitch wanted us to have though. No, it doesn't. Feminism death. is not a bad word. No, death to men. Yeah. Oh yeah. Death to men. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was going to be we're our ending. Shut this penis party down. Yeah. <laughs> Which we're, we're effectively doing here at Stage Radio. Thank God. We are just bringing some, you know, a little bit of girliness here. Yeah, can which, we bring a diffuser next time? Yeah, we were thinking about it. What is that? It's, like the thing for your hair? No. Yeah, we want to do your hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mitch Wheeler. It, it, it gives off lovely essential oil scents. And is just, it one of those salt lamps? No. no. I'm sorry, do you guys cuss on your podcast? No, not no. usually. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit myself out. That's no. amazing. No, Mitch Wheeler. That's okay. We, we'll just put a, a thing at the beginning of this one. <laughs> no, a diffuser is, is so you put water in it and steam comes out, but steam comes out with essential oils in it. And it can help Ooh. change your mm-hmm. your focus, uh-huh. your attitude, your mindset. My mom says I need to change all of those regularly. Well, specifically the attitude, you, Mitchell. You need to change your attitude. You should listen I don't to like your it. mom. <laughs> come at me with that attitude, Mitchell. <laughs> I like the the mama. I hope she's not listening to she you doesn't imitate know her. what podcasts are. She doesn't. Should we? No, teach but her? she's heard my impression. And I it's, wonder because it's funny. Is your mom a feminist? I don't think she is. It's funny enough, Ren and I have talked about this because my mom is, but she thinks that they already dealt with that and she shouldn't have to deal with it now. Yeah, I don't think my mom cares enough. I think my mom is happy living in her blissful little world where my true love waits card is still pinned to a bulletin board and I drink Diet Coke and not beer and all this stuff. So I think she's just happy enough. We have three different moms, basically. It took me a a minute to figure out what you meant by that. (laughs) According to my mom and her bulletin board, I am still a virgin. I had a ring that said that, too. Oh, that's jeez. That's the difference. This is now, we're becoming, like, I grew up in, obviously, a very different way than you guys did here in East Tennessee. Oh, yeah, we got um, coupons um, that... We signed a thing that said that if we didn't have premarital sex, we could get like Chick-fil-A or Petros or something for free. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Are you guys kidding me? No. This was that in didn't school, even, too. That didn't happen. We just, they assumed we were all terrible, <laughs> immoral people, and we just got condoms handed out. So, um, But what was the most effective, I wonder? <clears throat> Well, I didn't get pregnant, so I'm good. I mean, I can only speak I mean, for me myself. Either. I mean, I've I've been not pregnant for a long time. Me either, but I also think I forgot to use the coupon, so maybe that was the magic that's a, thing. That's kind of a waste. Mm-hmm. I would have used the coupon. Yeah. You don't stay a virgin if you don't get the chicken sandwich. <laughs> you get well, the yeah, chicken, you like, either get the, the chicken sandwich or you're not going to stay a virgin. I mean, like, so that's funny. So we have three different people here. We're all pretty much of like mind, though. We're all feminists, but none of our moms are the same. 
No. My, um, so my mom, mom is, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> she's almost probably what most people think of when they think of what a feminist is. So I, I agree. I yeah, mean, she like, is like, yep, I run, I run it. I'm a woman. I can do it. I don't care. I'm interested which, in lady things. Yep, if it's ladies, a lady ladies, thing, ladies. I'm all about it. And, you know, whatever ladies else. And, ladies. And, and, and which is wonderful. <laughs> she's one of the ladies who has helped shape and form who I am and who has supported me as a woman. Um, uh, not me so much. But no, yeah, she <laughs> but you know and then you know then my mom who is the i shouldn't have to deal with this we you know we burned our bras back in the 70s and i'm done i'm a you know this isn't why is this a movement again or why is this even being talked about um and then mitch's mom who is probably somewhere else in that spectrum of like mom, no i just you know my mom goes to church and watches murder shows and i watch murder keeps shows. the house yeah. Like when, that's the house is And she raised spotless. up her kids and yeah. you know. She is the typical homemaker. Not necessarily she works mm-hmm. and all that right. stuff, but I mean she is that that's what she loves is being mom. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, so I just I like that. I think that's really interesting how Well, I would say my mom loves being a mom too and I would venture Oh, I yes, and that I think all three of us well, and that could be too because of our moms. We're the way we are because they let us kind of they sh- they helped shape and they helped form, but then they allowed us to develop and become who we were ultimately going to become. And with those strong women, we ultimately became, you know, this you know feminists and people who were kind and believed in equality and all of that. Yeah. And so you know, I just but yes, they're all excellent mothers. Yeah, I think so too. I mean. So, we had a couple of mutual friends with Mitch mm-hmm. because we knew we we knew we needed someone who was going to help us at least edit, and we got so much more than that. But um, someone recommended Mitch to us, and then we also Mitch and I have a mutual friend who's somebody that I've been friends with since I was twelve. And if Katrina and I are one of us is more like tough, and one's more sparkly, I'm definitely the sparkly one. But in mine and Kristen's relationship, I'm like the tough one. I would say she's mean? very sparkly and I, she's so beautiful and wonderful. Sparkly. And yeah, just when you're the tough one, it's I, I'm yeah. It's, <laughs> I'm my the brute. Sweet, sweet Kristen. I know. So <laughs> given, I'm just curious. It's condescending the longer you go. <laughs> Not like the more you, no. she is the. She, it, it almost gets to be that blessed point where you're just no. like she's so sweet, so sweet, well, so, she is so, so so sweet, so, because, so sweet. Because comparatively speaking, when I when I tell people and I speak about Rin, Rin is the nicest person I've ever known. The thing about Kristen is Kristen is like. She and is very sweet. She also has a little bit of a, an edge just, to her. Yeah, she but is, it's like she's underneath. Like she's like polite. Yeah. And then like, you know, that the edge comes out later when she's like alone with someone she wants to talk to about. Sure. Things. But and, and you're you're you can do that too. Like where oh, you'll yeah. be like super sweet and polite through stuff, but like Rena's got a, a gullible level that is Yes. Almost unmatched. <laughs> I don't think Kristen's actually quite that no, gullible. No, she's, um, she's more together than I am. Yeah. Um, I want to see the best in everyone. Kristen doesn't I mean, I need could to literally tell her right now that Mitch's hair was blue and, and Rin would like look and, and be like, <laughs> are, you, are you sure? Are you, There's a tint it, there. It could be blue. And I'm like, I can make myself no, see a blue tint in your yeah, hair right now. And I'm like, no, no, honey. It's his, his hair's not blue at all. And, and that so, almost sounds like a superpower, Ren. It is. It is. So, so we're, <laughs> that's the, our that's the mutual friend is yeah. lovely yeah. Kristen. So I just have to know. So when you first got my email, given 
those two recommendations and given the subject matter, what did you think? I, I'd like to, if I could find the first email I got from Mitch, that would make my life. It was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably drunk when I sent it. Oh, cool. But uh, I, well, first off, Kristen and I have worked together and she has had to ride in a van with me to and from London, Kentucky. And oh my. Kristen doesn't talk a lot. She's very quiet and reserved, but always smiling, always seems to be happy. And I couldn't tell whether she was just patronizing me because I was loud and obnoxious on this van trip or she genuinely thought I was funny. Uh, but she's about to get married to uh, another friend of mine, Corey. Right. Um, Looking at wedding dresses right after this. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, Corey's a lot more my speed as far as the outgoing, goofy guy. And mm-hmm. so I was like, well, that's cool. Like, cool like i guess i made some kind of an impact and uh it was surprising just because i the interaction that her and i have had has been not a lot but uh well, i was yeah, flattered i, I, I was, think she knew and we saw mutual friend things and then um i guess i could i think frank wouldn't mind frank murphy who's a local radio personality Murphy. and has his own podcast some um, antics yep mm-hmm. with krisha brooks so yeah. brooke, listen krisha brooke Frank's awesome. So Frank sends this to Mitch also. We touch base with Mitch, and I'm just going to do a quick little um, snip of what Mitch wrote. He wrote a couple Are you going to read it in my voice? Um, Are you going to do an impression of me? Because that would oh! be... <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. So I didn't know who you were at the time, so can I like do the impression of what I thought I was going to get? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he did a couple of the lovely, um, you know, blah, blah. I love to hear this stuff. Okay. Let's talk shop. And then, well, as far as your references go, they may be a bit too normal. I was like, what? <laughs> and then he said something like, if I was a serial killer trying to bait a podcast network owner into my van, I'd definitely use the com- wacky com- Catholic comedian and the soft-spoken customer ex- experience specialist. Next time, throw in a heroin addict for good measure. So, I'm thinking... Love Mitch. This guy <laughs> is probably... No, he didn't even sign it off, Love Mitch. He just uh, looked forward to it. Um, and then it was the canned, you know, response, the, the Mitch Wheeler at the bottom of his e- of his text or emails that just comes in with all of them. He did not even sign Mitch, and I no, just No, no, I actually wrote that out. I actually I love this guy already. <laughs> and he's going to be perfect. Yes, <laughs> if he has a sense of humor, then he is... absolutely who we need to be dealing with so i think we immediately got off to the right foot because an email like that to me is always like pretty awesome (laughs) i love having i love sense of humor i love when it gets a little bit dark um (laughs) 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 and i did inform him we have no no heroin addict friends but we have other couple you know unsavories so (laughs) they would have to do and you know So um, that's kind of how we got Mitch, and we're infinitely grateful. And you know, well, I'm glad I finally have a reason for my Title Nine T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, like, I've, been, I've been keeping that in the closet, just waiting on a reason to break it out. Perfect. Now it's Title Nine Tuesday every day. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, thank you, Mitch, again for use of studio space, use of your wonderful talents, and you know, for being our guest. Oh, we, thanks, guys, for know. spreading the good word. Yeah. <laughs> well. You know, it's, I don't know. We don't know if it's always good, but it's, <laughs> it's ours. <laughs> yeah. 
I have a question for you guys. All right. So the other day, I heard this person, and I just want your opinion on this, what you guys think. And uh, this woman was like, you know, feminism is a bad word. Do you guys think that's true? Do you think feminism should be a bad word? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) So the short answer is absolutely not. Did you really hear someone say that? No, no. (laughs) You were right about the gullible thing. I look over as I'm basically reciting your tagline, and Ren's like looking around, like, oh my God. like, I can't believe this really happened. And how do I say this in a nice way? (laughs) That woman is bat. Yes, no. <laughs> well, no, there is the whole, like, has the word been changed so much that it's now a negative thing? And should we talk about, like, should we be humanist? So that's where my brain was, like, developing my response to that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Rin develops responses. I just shoot from the hip. <laughs> my mom always had this saying when I was a kid of, Mitchell, nobody knows when you're being serious and when you're kidding. <laughs> and it stuck with me. Yeah. It right. didn't change me. It happens you know. to me a lot, and it, yeah. it's because of the robotic voice that I possess, so that happens sometimes. Yeah. You can't help it. Nobody knows when I'm actually laughing. I feel like you usually just are straight with me, though, thank God. Because you could get me to believe. I am. I can't. I love you anything. so much that I can't I can't mess with you like that, because it, really be, it. it would be just like open season. <laughs> it would be open season, because I am such a jerk. I mean... <laughs> All the time. It's and fun though. It's so fun. It's like, fun to be Mitch mean. Mitch and I could really be jerks all the time to each other, for instance. But I, I can't do it to Ren. Look I at, mean, my fiance has a good time with it look every at that day. Face. But... Like, how can look yeah. at that sweet, beautiful face? You can't, you can't, you can't do it. Yeah, no, I can imagine her and Kristen hanging out together, and it's like, It's oh rainbows my and God. butterflies and unicorns. Angels, like, Angels on unicorns. Yes. They just walk through the door. This is I amazing. Mean, it's glitter. It's brightness. It's just, oh, it's wonderful. Isn't it? Is that what it's like when you guys are together? It's sort of like at the end of Who Framed Roger Rabbit when the wall gets torn down, and mm-hmm. then there's Toontown on the other side, and... And Rin is the sun that comes up and starts singing <laughs> and, and whistling. Yeah, when we're alone together, everything looks like slightly pink. Yes, it's like a filter on the world. <laughs> it has to be. It yeah. ha- I mean, is that you projecting hues with your mind again? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is that like, yeah, Mitch has blue hair? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we'll be we'll be done today. We'll let Mitch off the hook. Um, you you want to say our you want to say our catchphrase yeah. this time? Yeah. Uh, well in the meantime check out stagediverradio.com you can email all of us you can email stagediverradio at gmail or you can do that (laughs) not kill all men Mitch Wheeler that other F word at gmail.com check Um, us out on Facebook yep Um, our website of course that other F word dot com girl power no no no, no, that's not it it, Mitch that's still not it honey <laughs> uh, please rate and review us wherever you're subscribing to podcasts. Pretty please. Huh. Oh, feminism shouldn't be a bad word. That's it. That's it. Thanks, Mitch Wheeler. You got it. <laughs> Thanks for having me, kids. Thank you. <laughs>